0: What is a hero? A mythological figure, often of divine descent, endowed with great strength or ability? An illustrious warrior? No. It's a person admired for achievements and noble qualities, one who shows great courage. Welcome to the What's a Hero podcast, where we dive deep into what a hero is and what makes them that hero. I'm your host, Ken Fraunfelter, and I'm going to be introducing you to some of the world's most likely and unlikely heroes. You may have never heard of them before, and they most likely have never met you, but they all have one thing in common. They are ready to do whatever it takes to help make you better, even if it means sacrificing everything for you. Let's get into it. This is episode 87 of the What's a Hero podcast with me, Ken Frownfunker. The Swag Green. The aggression. The attitude. Headstrong teenagers can be scary, even more so when they're eight feet tall and weigh six tons. Gus Van Dyke is an ecologist at Pilanesberg National Park in South Africa, and he became worried by a series of attacks on the park's rhino population. And he described this in a podcast on BBC Earth, And he said, badly mutilated rhino carcasses were discovered over 15, excuse me, over 50 in all, with wounds to the top of the shoulders and necks, which suggested worryingly, elephants. Elephant attacks on rhinos are not unknown and jostled at watering holes are fairly common. But this volume of attacks was unusual. Further investigation by Van Dyke revealed that the suspects were a group of adolescent male elephants, their teenage years are the same as ours, between 12 and 20 years old, who were clearly experiencing heightened aggression. This out-of-control gang of elephants between 15 and 18 appeared to be in must. This is a unique state to elephants in which young males, usually in their 20s, are flooded with reproductive hormones. They swagger, make themselves look taller, and dribble, strongly smelling liquid from temporal glands on either side of their heads, as well as producing a constant stream of urine from their penises. It's basically a form of here I am, I'm fit and healthy and looking for a mate, as well as a promotion in the elephant pecking order. <clears throat> the scary part is, as well as the urge to mate, going into overdrive, the males become very aggressive to the extent that two males in must will fight to the death, tipping each other other over as they can stab their victims with their tusks. The normal safeguard is when an elephant is in must encounters a bigger bull elephant, he immediately drops out of must as he knows his testosterone cannot compete. A young male may only be in must for a few days as he ages the length of his must periods increases until by the time he's in his 40s, he can handle it and his must period could only be weeks. These were late adolescent elephants, though without the experience of operating as a male in a large social group. Van Dyke identified the probable cause in the late 70s in Polanisburg National Park, had been seeded with elephants from other national parks, like Kruger. Huge bull elephants were extremely difficult to transport, so young males, females, and babies were introduced. As a result, there were no older bull elephants to push these youngsters out of must. The huge rush of testosterone was overwhelmingly excuse me, the huge rush of testosterone was overwhelming them and driving them to aggressive behavior. Van Dyke realized that must was the key to stopping this delinquent gang. So this, the decision was to either control it artificially, castrate the young males, or go back to basics and find a natural solution. The answer he felt was to put a natural stopper on the must by introducing big bull elephants. He was right. Six large bulls were introduced from Kruger national park who towered over the adolescents. And literally within hours, the teen thugs had dropped out of must. No more rhinos had been killed since by rampaging youngsters. This must story was used in an American academic paper as an example, a human adolescence of the importance of a stable society and a father figure to provide boundaries for teen males. The young males that were getting into these elephant gangs had no template of good social behavior and were at the mercy of their rampaging hormones, which was putting them at as much risk as those around them. The result was a happy ending for the elephants in Polanisburg and one from which maybe we can learn. And the reason I'm starting this episode with that story is because it, it, it mirrors such a, problem that we have today. We have young people who, young men specifically, who don't know where they're going, what they're doing, how to act even when they do get there or if they're even getting there. What they're doing is that they they don't understand who they are. They don't understand how to be. And you you take a father out of the home, these boys have no idea who they're going to become. Now I know this is the what's a hero podcast but here's my here's my thing on that is that everybody can be a hero to some kid, some boy, some girl. Everybody can be a hero to them. But the thing that's missing is people's ability to actually involve themselves in children's lives. These boys, specifically boys, and I'm seeing this more and more lately. I don't, I would say, so I have to take sometimes kids anymore. There's a lot of kids who are, are saying they want to hurt themselves. They want to kill themselves. They want to commit suicide. There's a lot of that going on. And as I'm looking at it, I'm seeing more and more young people doing that up to down to age 10 and they're saying they want to do this, whether they mean it or not. I don't know, but they're saying it, they're putting it out there, whether they're vying for attention or not. I don't know. But then you see the ones that are actually, you see them struggling and you see them trying to be more than what they are or, or expected to do more, or they have no guidance. They have no structure. They have no guidelines to, follow to become that person that they are. They they are lost. They have no route. And so they're feeling so depressed that they're manifesting this idea that they want to hurt themselves, whether they see that on TV or they've heard it from their friends or whatever. But what I've noticed, and this is just, just a very unscientific experiment, but some theory because of something that I've noticed is 100% of the boys have no father at home. I would say about half of that on the girl side have no father at home. The ones that do have a father at home, there's no connection. There's no real connection there. Fathers are important. Men in somebody's lives are, is important. Now, just There could be there could be kids there could be boys that don't have a father, and and saying well they don't have one how do I how do we do that well there can still be the introduction of a male in their life there could still be that introduction of a a mentor for these boys and that that could mean you know just going uh, volunteering at a at a local. Um, elementary school or boys and girls club and just throwing a football with some kids. And when they start acting up, you kind of stop it and say, hey, no, no, this is, that's not, that's not appropriate or that's not the right way to act. Not that you're getting on them, but you're teaching them how a man acts. Now, I know that's not possible in a lot of places. Some places it is, but I guarantee that, you know, people in your life, you know, people who have you know women who have that are single women, single moms that have young boys who are just terrors. They run around, she can't control them. I don't know what I'm going to do with little Timmy, whatever the case is. That's where Timmy is screaming out for someone just to take him fishing or show him, you know, how a bug works or dig for worms, something just small like that throw a ball. It doesn't matter. These boys are screaming for help. The girls are as well. They need to see how a man treats a woman appropriately. But boys specifically need to see how a man treats a woman. Because they're going to grow up to have to do that. Girls grow up to see how that is so they know what to expect and they know how to pick a man themselves when they grow up. Research shows that when a child is raised in a father absent home, they are affected in these following ways. They are four times greater with at the risk of poverty, more likely to have behavioral problems, two times greater risk of infant mortality, more likely to go to prison, more likely to commit crime, seven times more likely to become pregnant as a teen, more likely to face abuse and neglect, more likely to abuse drugs and alcohol, two times more likely to suffer obesity, and two times more likely to drop out of school. And that's just because no, there's no father in the home. To hold them accountable, to hold structure in their lives, and then show them how a real man treats their mother and treats a woman and loves her and respects her, doesn't talk down to her, doesn't treat her like garbage, doesn't beat her. There's no physical violence. That's a father in the home, a real man taking care of his responsibility. Mothers reap a host of benefits when fathers are involved during pregnancy and in raising the children. They're more likely to receive prenatal care, less likely to smoke during pregnancy. They'll have healthier births. They lower the risk of postpartum stress. They lower the risk of postpartum depression. They lower parenting stress. They have more leisure time and they have higher marital satisfaction. So once again, it shows that just being there, it's not putting, putting moms down or women down or anything like that or say they can't do it. But when you got someone... Helping you carry the load. You're able to do more. You're able to put more into other things that need to get done. You're not stressing out yourself. Those are important factors to think about. That it's not just. It's not just. The patriarchy. Doing whatever it does. What it is. Is it's. It's a. It's a standard that was actually set for us. That's. That is the guideline for us. And you, you might say, well, Ken, that's just, that's just what they're saying, and that's what, that's what you're saying, but that's not the world that we live in. It, it is the world that we live in. I guarantee you, boys need to see how a man acts. And we shot in the weight or in the way that the elephants work. You get a man around, and the boys start saying, oh, okay, that's not how I act. Because one, there might be someone to put them down their little blow-ups and say, you're going to stop doing that. And two, there's going to be another side of it where the boy start saying, oh, I see how people are reacting to this, to this person, to this man. They're respecting him. He demands respect. He doesn't, doesn't let people walk on him. And he doesn't have to, he's not acting like a fool. Maybe I should emulate that. Now, children with involved fathers have a strong foundation for child well-being. They are at lower risk for a host of poor childhood outcomes, which could include infant mortality, low birth weight, emotional behavior problems, neglect and abuse, injury, obesity, poor school performance, teen pregnancy, incarceration as juveniles, alcohol and substance abuse, criminal activity, and suicide. That's just by putting dad at home. And now you have to look at the whole idea of, well, what are, where, where are dads going? Well, there's some that obviously leave. There's those ones that just leave and they don't come back. That's not a man. That's a male that, that donated some sperm and is an absolute loser in my estimation. But a man, the other side of it, I guess there are things that are, there's neglect. Dad might be home, but he doesn't spend any time with the kids. He's he's always at work. He's always with his buddies. He's got to go play poker. He's got to watch the game. He's got to do this. He's got to do that. Doesn't spend any time with the kids. Let let me tell you a secret. A, A man does not babysit his children. A man has his children. He doesn't babysit them. You never hear of a mom babysitting her children. No, she has her children. A man, a father, does not babysit his children. He has his children. So by doing that, you are involved with them. You are there with them. Whether you're watching horrible written cartoons that the songs are just Grating on you and you are and your child is giggling and you're you're there just rolling your eyes at the TV But you are giggling with your child. They see you Interacting with them. You're wrapping towels around your around your guys's necks and acting like they're capes jumping off the furniture That's them with you You're Out playing ball with them, you're digging in the dirt with them, you're playing trucks with them, you're playing dollhouse with them, doing tea parties with them. That needs to happen. And that's obviously little kids. You start getting a little bit older, you are showing your kids how to change the oil, how to change a tire. You're teaching your kids as they're teenagers how to treat each other, encouraging them with the books that you read. And then you're going back and and encouraging them to read books too. Hey, check this out. Hey, here's something that I learned. Because them seeing you learn still, that's an even bigger thing that you can say. Hey, I, I, that that's a that's a huge thing that they are going to be able to grasp and learn from. That my dad, he didn't stop learning. I remember him learning, and then he would even tell us about the things that he was learning. And then they they start seeing you implement those things maybe. <clears throat> but but there's there's no there is no greater thing for a child than have his to, than to have his father present in his life and it's all started back in the probably post World War II when all the men decide, they, they did not decided but we started going into factories and we started going into the office and we didn't take our children to work with us before that Men took their kids to the, out into the field because we were mainly a farming community and farming culture. But they would take them to work with them. They would take them to the farms back hundreds and thousands of years ago. You would you would see the blacksmith have his son there in the in the forge with him, you know, working, or you'd see the the uh, the fisherman or whatever. They would teach their sons. This thing, so the, the boys grew up with their father and they knew how to act and they knew how to be. Hey, this is how a man grows. Now what do they do? They learn by TikTok. They learn by social media. And so when they go into that, they don't know how to react and how to actually treat people real and realistically. So then they, they are able to act in the real world. They're able to actually have a social, a positive social back and forth. But then comes the Industrial Revolution, World War II. The majority of fathers, they start going into factories and offices. So they go away for work. Kids don't see them. The kids go and they go get put into institutions like schools and whatever, you must stay in line, you must act like this, and you cannot talk, and you must be quiet. And the boys are like, I need to go run and jump and tackle and wrestle and fight and throw a ball, and this is what I need to do, because this is the way that I was made. And some might argue, well, Ken, that's not how, not, how, not how everybody is. Yeah, you're right. Some people are different. For the majority of boys, that's what they need to do. Girls are are a little bit different. They're able to more or less be able to sit in that structured in line in desk, listen to the teacher talk about whatever and then do their work down on the paper. Boys want to that's why they're more disruptive. And there are some girls that way, don't get me wrong. There are some girls that way. But then they they don't learn how to do it. So when they come home, dad's too tired from being at the office or being in the factory or doing whatever he's done. And he wants to read the newspaper or he wants to watch the news or he wants to fall asleep in his chair. At what point does do the kids get dad? What point does dad get the chance to actually start imparting into the children? So you have to start thinking. And then obviously we've had this degradation where kids are now without fathers We have boys without fathers. They have no idea who to be and how to be. So they start fighting each other. There's a video I just saw the other day of some teenage boy just beating up a nine-year-old girl on a bus. There's absolutely no, there's no reason that should be happening. Because he probably doesn't have a father. Now this is me saying probably. I don't know. I would assume there's no father in the home. Where is the father saying you will not do that? So this is a little bit shorter of an episode today, but it's something that's been weighing on my heart. You want to be a hero? Be a hero in your home first. If you're a man, be the father your children need. If you're a man, your children have grown, or you're, you don't have children yet, be the man that some other boy needs to see in this world. You respect them, you respect yourself, you respect women, you don't talk down to people. You treat others with the respect that they deserve, not with the, what they give you, but that they deserve. And you show people how to act, how to be responsible, how to be masculine. And it's not this toxic masculinity thing that they're talking about in social media or whatever. I'm talking about real masculinity that doesn't just walk around grunting and is trying to be tough and testosterone out. I'm talking about somebody that te- t- treats people the way they need to be treated appropriately. And you help lead your families and you lead your communities. And I've talked about it before. Leadership is not just overthrowing somebody and I'm in charge around here. None of that. no, Leadership is actual relationship building and how to treat people and how to talk to people and how to build what it is you're doing for a greater good. You have a common mission and that's the idea. So go out and be that hero that somebody needs. Be that hero that if you're, if you're a man, be that hero that boys need. Calm them down by showing them who you are and how to be a man. If you're a a single mom, you have my sympathy. If you're struggling and trying to figure it out or if you know single moms that are doing that, encourage them to continue what they're doing and not lose heart. Like I said, this is a little bit shorter episode today. I don't have a guest to speak about or speak to today, but I know that this was, like I said, this was something that was weighing on my heart and I've seen it a lot lately and I wanted to kind of Just talk about it and know that I know there's a lot of heroes that listen to this and I know that you guys want to do what's right and you want to do what's well and what's good for your community and, and the people around you. So in order to do that, look to those little ones to try to be that example that they need. So with that, I will... Encourage you to check us out on all social media Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. You can find us there. You can find us at the What's a Hero podcast.buzzsprout.com. You can get a hold of every previous episode we've had there. Plus, there's links to podcast platforms that you can then go and uh, such as iTunes and Google and Spotify and whatnot. Go there, subscribe, download the episodes and then leave us a review leave us that helps us out a ton that that puts us up on the algorithms i'm not exactly sure how that works i just know that it does leave us a review tell us what you think tell us who you are tell other people hey man this is this show's actually pretty okay i'd like you to say a little bit more than that but that's fine just put it out there just let us know who you are and what you do and and what side you're on, and and why you like us, or or that you do like us, or or that you don't like us. That my voice is grading, and you don't want to hear me anymore, or whatever the case may be. That's fine too. Just let me know, and I, if I need to change it, I need to change it. Probably won't, but that's okay. But check us out there. Go there. Download our episodes. Appreciate it. And if you are looking to get in shape, you're looking to become a better, better, uh, if you're law enforcement and you're trying to get into shape either before the academy or long after the academy and you're like, I need to get back into shape, check out a dose of ethos, D O S E of ethos, the dose of ethos, go to those guys. They have workout programs. They have, they have clothes that you can get merchandise. You can buy shirts and hats and things like that. If you decide to buy a program or or purchase anything from those guys, use the code what's a hero on checkout and they'll give you 10% off. So those guys are pretty cool. Check them out. But until then, I do want to say thank you to all of our law enforcement out there. You guys on the front line. It is not easy right now. It is. They're wanting to bring up this whole thing about, you know, police reform and defund the police again and it's absolute asinine but you have support you are loved and appreciated firefighters same thing thank you guys so much for everything you do EMTs paramedics thank you Just thank you awesome job thank you and our nurses and our teachers thank you guys for just being there when we need you being those those people that are standing in line for kids, teachers especially you're, you're in front of these kids you're sometimes the only safe place they have to go so thank you so much and to our nurses just seeing the stuff being there ready to act when anybody walks through those doors who is in need. Thank you and to our veterans you guys I, I, I don't have the I don't have the words for it because you help keep. Our country what it is. The the heart of it, the reality of it, you help keep us what it is. So I thank you and appreciate you. So you have the opportunity to go out and be a positive role model. You have the opportunity to be a positive, leave a positive impact on your community and the people you know next time you see a little kid little boy that just acts up and you're like man that kid's so annoying think about look at his story look at his life what's causing him to do that is it because he doesn't have a man in his life to show him how to act maybe that can be you so until next time i have been ken fraunfelter and this has been the what's a hero podcast we are clear